Hi, this is Charlie Peck for the Thriving School Community Podcast. Let me ask you this question. How many times have you sat in a professional development session and you were like, oh my gosh, this is such a waste of my time. What am I doing here? I think we've all been through it, right? We've all been through it. And I've actually been through really great PD where I wanted to go use exactly what I learned. I couldn't wait to do that. However, I didn't have time. I get back to my classroom and I think, how am I going to possibly put this into what I've already scheduled? And oh my gosh, there's a holiday coming up or, oh my goodness, I only have a few weeks of, of school or before school ends or comes to this break or, or whatever. And so all the dreams you had to use that great PD, they just don't work. And so that kind of transformation or impact it was supposed to have is not going to do what you were hoping it would do. Okay. And so I've been thinking about this for 10 years and I've been paying attention to what kind of professional development I've been a part of, but I've been thinking a lot about how could I actually use professional development sessions to go back and then integrate it right into what I'm already doing. Like, how do I do that? And it's actually hard to do. It's very hard to do because it's easy to create a product that you can create this big binder for and print it off and have people look through it and try to read it and try to go back and implement all the steps. That is really tough to do. And that's why it doesn't get done. All right. And so how do you then get teacher buy-in? So I also remember a time where I was sitting in PD. Actually, this happened quite a bit because I would have... People who were in the mental health field come in and try to teach us how to improve student mental health. Great. We all needed it. We all wanted it. We were craving that. We were craving that. By the way, back then, people weren't even talking about teacher mental health. We are now. It has to happen. That It has to be a part of what we're doing. But the tools and strategies they were trying to share with us didn't actually fit into the teacher plan. It didn't fit into what we were doing in our classrooms. And the disconnect there was therapists and mental health professionals have their own roles. And unless you have that lens of what's going on in a classroom and long-term, right, you have to understand it in the big picture, then you're not going to really understand how to reach teachers. And so that's what I've been thinking about for such a long time is how I could serve educators in, in such a way that they actually would go back and use this stuff. So how do you actually get teacher buy-in? Well, I will tell you, it has to be so very simple that number one, we'll learn it quickly and that we'll be able to do it quickly and we'll remember it. And that way it all becomes very reflexive. So anything that we make in our professional development and our team, we have to go through that criteria. It has to be so simple that we actually re remember to do it. It's got to be easy to do so it doesn't feel onerous. And it, it needs to be something that we we can do reflexively if, if we learn it and become proficient in it. And so it also has to eliminate any kind of planning after PD is over. So once you leave our session, you have to be able to leave and be able to go implement those tools and strategies immediately. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And so that is the idea. That's the plan. And this is working. This is why there's so much, there's so much of a buzz going on about what we're doing. We're trying to spread this out as much as we can. And that's why we wrote the book. We put it in a framework that that book, um, it's called Improving School Mental Health, The Thriving School Community Solution. I will tell you, if you want immediate solutions, go pick that up on Amazon because you can just flip through it to a skill. Uh, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be in order. It's, it, it's kind of, as best if it's in order. However, you can look at the data that you have and see where the gaps are that you need um, to start working on. For example, if you have a lot of teachers who are 
struggling with challenging student behaviors and they don't know what to do and they're overwhelmed, you can flip to the um, allo skills. And this is how we respond more effectively to other people and learn to step outside of ourselves to understand other kids and staff behavior, because this is, this is for colleagues too. And this is also for you as a leader. So it also, so we had to go back, we had to make it reflexive, we had to make it simple, we had to make it easy to remember. You have to be able to use it immediately and you you can't have to plan for it. It's just got to be something you learn to do reflexively and practice every day. So it's got to integrate into your daily teaching practice and into your daily practice in your building. Whichever role you play, it's got to fit into your day, all right? So it will then benefit not only your students, it'll benefit you. Because the tools are to help you manage your own mental health and wellness, and it ref- it is something that you will model for your students and actually do that kind of sneaks it into benefiting students too. So let me give you an example is if you notice that somebody walks into the staff meeting and you your body's responding to that because you're like, feeling more anxious because that person has wronged you or that person has micromanaged you for a long time or whatever it is, or you've gotten a fight with that person or just they say something that irks you over and over. And so your body will respond to that because your nervous system kicks in and your fight or flight flight mode um, is going on in your brain. There's lots of reasons we won't get into, but you'll notice your heart might race or you might shake more or your jaw might tighten or you might feel warmer, just whatever that is for you, just notice that that's happening. And so we teach you to understand that you're responding for a, whatever reason that is, but what you can do about it is you can think about how you're going to change that energy, how you're going to shift out of that so that you can manage to sit in that staff meeting and learn something that you need to learn. And we teach you to also do those things when you're in the space of kids, because you might have a student that walks through, or you might have somebody um, who comes over the announcements when you're trying to teach, and that might bother you. And you might notice that you're shifting during that very moment and you got really frustrated. So how do you come down for that very from that very quickly and go right back into teaching mode? All these things that happen in a day, a lot of people don't understand it unless they have been teachers themselves. And so those tools and strategies we will teach and how to notice that about yourself, but then also what are some strategies that you could use? So we use rapid resets. They're very intentional for changing energy and learning to cope, but in ways that we might use therapeutically, but you could use as a teacher and you don't have to be a certified therapist to learn how to do it. So that's another piece to this is not only knowing what will work, but when it will work and then doing it in such a way will help you calm kind of your nervous system or calm, calm your response, however that's showing up for you, but you're modeling it for the kids, which is so valuable, but also you're sneaking into their day too. So now they have a tool to use. So there's lots of little sneaky systems that we like to do that integrates right into daily practice, no matter what your role is. And if we're all using the same communication, the same kind of language, those same simple systems, uh, then we're able to all do this together. And then it's more effective. And then it, there's a wave of change. There's a wave of adaptability in this education system that a lot of people are feeling kind of chaotic in. Not everybody, but I'm hearing that a lot from educators. And so we want you to know that there is some respite there. There is a possibility to provide that relief very quickly if you do this, if you take these things on and identify what is the most pressing need right now and how do I 
address that? How can I address that immediately? And once you get relief for that, then you notice the next thing that you need relief for. It's kind of when you do trauma therapy, or if anyone's ever been through EMDR, you in any kind of um, trauma specific therapy, you map out what your traumas kind of are, like what's charging you emotionally. And you then choose to process one at a time. And sometimes the neural networks are connected and you can process a couple of them at a time. It just depends. But usually you choose like, this one's bothering me the most, let's tackle that. And then you go to the next things that charge you. So that's kind of the idea of this whole program, but it's not a program you actually have to take back to your classroom or back to your office and think of, oh my gosh, how am I going to start implementing this? Because guess what? When you leave right from our PD session, you get to implement it right into your day. And by the way, you can do this with your families. And that's why we have parenting pieces here. Dr. Cameron Caswell does, um, she trains our parents, really educates our parents and equips our parents because we all need to do this together. And that's how we're going to have sustainability with that kind of change. All right. So how do you get teacher buy-in with the next professional development you do? Make sure that it's something that they can integrate into their daily practice and they don't have to take back to their classroom to learn to do or figure out how they're going to fit it into their day. They just shouldn't have to write it down anywhere. It should be something they can reflexively do because it's so darn simple to remember and so simple to do that they'll remember to do it. All right. And they will have buy into that because they need it. And they know it's not only valuable for them, but it will be so valuable to the kids they're teaching at any level, at any level. It is adaptable to any age in any role in your school building and out into our families. And so we can do this together. That's how we're going to have that long-term change. Just remember that. Okay. Make sure you tell teachers that their mental health matters too, and show it by equipping them as well. And this will help um, make them feel valued and this will help them with buy-in. All right. Please let me know if you have any other questions, just reach out to me directly. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-E, Peck, P-E-C-K, or just email me. You can email me. It's Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-E at thrivingschool.org. Just email me. Either way is fine. Um, There's a big network of us on Twitter and we often share resources there. And hey, by the way, did you know you could get a lot of resources from us too that are totally free? If you go to thrivingschool.org, you'll see a button at the top and it'll say free resources. Um, We've got a free book study kit. It's great. It's a great thing to bring staff together. It's a great thing to do to bring parents and staff together to really strengthen that school community. So we're always thinking about you, you guys. Just make sure we want to, we want to make it really easy, but just make sure you reach out if you have any questions. All right. Thank you so much for being here and make sure you catch our other episodes. And if you could rate this podcast, the Thriving School Community Podcast, that would be really helpful. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye.